Hello and welcome back to Goswick Lane, but we've named this is this podcast itself with me and you is going to be like what real estate with the big head or something like that. Big head on Goswick Lane. Something. Uh, we just got to change it. Something. Change. We just need to have consistency on whatever your uh, podcast. Do you have you named that yet? Yeah, I named it uh, Big Head Realtor Longview. I'll go back and check um, in the next video um, podcast. I'll make sure that we have it. Okay, Tag all right. Hunt. If you you can find them, find us on. Uh, at some point, we'll be on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, all those things for the podcast too. Yeah, it's on uh, most of them, but Apple because Apple it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. But it'll be on there eventually, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's working on that. Same show that you're seeing right now on YouTube, but just maybe a little bit easier to access when you're driving down the wor- road or working out. or I listen to it on Amazon Music because I have okay. that app. So. Mowing the grass, taking a shower, whatever. Yeah. Whenever you want to listen. We appreciate you guys being here today. Genty, I got some questions for you. Okay, I'm ready to answer some. You are a super successful real estate agent. Overrated. Overrated. Good-looking dude by your own standards, right, when you look in the mirror. Yeah. Um, Funny, uh, successful, all those things. You've been successful. I hate labeling the term successful, just by the way. Because right. success is measured in different ways. But we're just sure. going to say financially successful in what you've been doing for, for a while now. Right. Why in the world are you not a broker yet? I get that question all the time. Do you really? I do. Okay. Uh, I mean, and and uh, I don't know the exact guidelines of how many years you have to be in. I think it's four before you start doing your broker's license. Okay. One a major thing is wait. Uh, let's go back a little bit. What is a broker compared to just a real estate agent? A broker's the head. You know, us as an agent, uh, our sponsoring broker is the person that holds all the weight. So they yeah. hold the risk. They you know have the brick and mortar. They you know can hire the agents on. Even though we're ten ninety nine, you know they have the ability to uh, sponsor uh, agent or okay. not sponsor an agent. So. They're the ones who take on the responsibility and have all of the um, things underneath their. So they're they they're, uh, they have the office, they have the facilities, they have the brokerage, which is what you work under. Mm-hmm. You work under yep. Ramsey Realty Brokerage right Correct. now. You've got. You've actually yourself have kind of not, I don't know if the correct term is sponsored, but you bring new agents on and mentor them through the process of being a new agent, correct? Yeah, so I'll uh, help facilitate bringing uh, a new agent on or seasoned agent on. Uh, most of them have been new agents, but okay. kind of take them under my wing. I always tell people that I was new at 1.2, and so uh, why not help someone else? That's just my thinking. Okay, so you're already doing that. You're already mentoring and leading other agents. So why not a brokerage for you? Why are you, why are you not interested in pursuing that? I think the main reason why I don't want to be in the brokerage or be a broker uh, is just because of the politics. One, you know, politics, you have agents that you have to take care of and make sure that there's no fighting back and forth in the office. Uh, <laughs> you have you uh, talk about that. A lot, a lot of agents are prima donnas. Is okay. you know, kind of the way that I it's do. a typical thing. 
I've been known to, you know, be a little needy at times um, with my brokerage. And so I just don't want to, right now, real estate's fun. Yeah. And I'm having fun and I'm meeting new people. And I feel like being a broker, that pulls a lot of that away. So it's like the true business side of the real estate, right? And Correct. You're, you're managing not employees, but people that are responsible to you. Well, and represent your name. Yeah. My, right now, I'm the only person that represents my personal name. Yeah. And then I represent Ramsey. So I have to, Ramsey has to make sure that I'm not doing anything that's going to poorly impact their brokerage. True. And, and they're making sure that however, how many other agents are in, in Ramsey? We probably have about 25. Okay. 22, 25. Yeah. So they're responsible for making sure everybody's upholding their image and right. what they, and there's a lot of things that you can mess up in real estate, right? There's a lot of things that you can mess up. There's a lot of things that have to be, um, you know, that the brokerage is really responsible for training on. So you got to do trainings. You got have it. to, you know, we have an employee up front, uh, who, who helps us Kaylee. She's our marketer. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of brokerages don't have that. So we yeah. have that plus that's a plus for our brokerage. Okay. And, um, it just helps. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of money could you make running a brokerage? Let's say you got uh I don't I don't even really know how to break the numbers down, but financially, would it be worth it for a top agent to start their own brokerage? I mean, if you wanted to do that, yes, it's probably profitable. I mean, it's going to be profitable. If you're really if you're good, but but being a really good real estate agent I would imagine doesn't always translate into being a really good brokerage. No, because there are people that are really good agent agents that can't run a brokerage. Yeah. There are really, pe there are people that know how to run their real estate business, but they don't know how to run a business. Yeah. And if you can't run your business, then you can't, you don't have any of it. Yes. And you just have to, I think for certain people, if you were a real estate agent, you may want to become a broker because you like managing people and maybe you love selling, but you don't love selling like I love selling. Yeah. And so it's just not made for everybody. Yeah. I think that, um, you could have a good following. I could have a good following base if I did have my broker's license. But another big thing about it is that I have a lot of people that ask me, um, why I don't move. And it's because I love, I love my people. Yeah. I love Ramsey. There's nothing wrong with it. They've helped me from the start. Yep. That's the first place. And they, you know, they're just great. They were loyal to you. I'm a very time. loyal person. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about is the grass greener on the other side. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, you can, if you, if you really want to grow and you dedicate yourself to being a really good salesman, you can do that in any brokerage. You can do that in any brokerage. And this is what I always tell people. Imagine that you have started a business, Shane, and, that business is at one, two, three, loop 281. Mm -hmm. And you build this phenomenal bills, business. And then you pick it up and you move it to Tyler. Okay. Yeah. It's different. It, all your people are going to be coming to that one, two, three, loop 281. Yeah. But you're in Tyler now. Yeah. You just same start thing over. Real estate. Correct. I mean, it's not the exact same, but yeah. it, it can be that. They've been reckoned. People have recognized you from what you're marketing. And if you go to a different market, they can make assumptions. Mm -hmm. There can be stories behind it. Oh, always. 
uh, a bunch of different things. So I think that for me, I just the 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 short answer is that I love being a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I love meeting new people, and I want to dedicate my time to only have to worry about myself. Yeah. And now you've and you say that because you've had experience on the other side, right? Correct. You've, you've run businesses. businesses. Correct. And understand what it takes to manage people. Correct. Did you love it? Uh, the business side of it, yes. Managing people, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like people are different now than, you know, from the time that my brother and I were very young, you know, we had a hotel on Highway 80 that when we were uh, 7, 8, 9, 10 years old, at night we were renting the rooms. Okay. You were? Me and my brother. At 8, 9, 10. Correct. Next morning, we were cleaning the rooms with my mom. Okay. Doing sheets, doing that. So I've been around business. We've, you know, grown that. And when my dad was still alive, we had six hotels. Yeah. So we grew up in that business and did that. But that's a 365 business. Yes, nonstop. 24-7. Desk clerk doesn't show up, you're working the desk. Housekeeping doesn't show up, you're doing the housekeeping. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's a lot of work, and how do I want to make my money? Easy yeah. or hard? Well, you know every time, like, when you when you realize the time value of your hour, right, of your time. I just and refigured it this year. We've had this conversation. What's your worth an hour? I don't – you know. I don't, and, and I need to figure that out. And then every time you have to – and there's situations where you have to step out. Every once in a while – a guy like me or you has to do something that is not necessarily worth our time value. Yeah, you're going to have to eventually do something that's not worth your time value. But if we don't have anything to compare it to, I'll give you an example. In my business, one of our businesses is a lawn care business, and it's a it's a there's a very high probability that for the next two or three weeks, I might be out cutting grass. But that's a business, and just like you said. Because if this guy doesn't show up, somebody's got to take care of our customers. And at the end of the day, it's the guy at the top that's got to come in and say, well, nobody else is willing to do it. I, now I have to jump back into this. Well, and you have to as a business owner. You have to do it for your family. We talked about that earlier today on the phone. And it's, it was the same thing with my commercial cleaning company. If the crew didn't show up or there was a complaint, I was running a business during the day, and I was running that business at night. Mm. And we had rentals that I was managing. Um, and so it, it it's hard. It's hard to manage all of that. And it's hard to keep all that flowing and not just get burnt smooth out because you're yeah. responsible for, I guess the biggest thing is people don't understand. They're like, oh, cool. You're, you're the boss. You're the owner. That's not cool. Yeah. You have a lot of weight on your shoulders. I don't get to punch out. No. And honestly, I don't want to be the boss. I want to be the investor. Yeah, I want to be and, the guy that goes into the mailbox. Yeah. yeah. I want to be the investor and the, let the boss be the boss. Right. Of whatever company I'm invested in or properties or whatever. So that, you know, you're you're the guy that's being the on the creative side of things, right? Right. And not having to do everything. Now, not necessarily bad. And I think 90, probably 95% of businesses in America are are run the boss, the owner is the boss, which is an employee of the business. Right. I think there's very few that aren't. 
just for giggles, what's the breakdown of a real estate agent and brokerage? Like when a house is sold, um, what percent goes to the brokerages? How is that split up between two brokerages or one or whatever? Give me those numbers. Well, I mean, generally I charge 6%. So I'm charging a 6% uh, commission. Okay. Uh, I'm comping. Is that standard rate, 6% across yeah. the board? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm comping 3%. For what? Uh, to the buyer's agent. Okay. So I'm retaining 3% or my brokerage is retaining 3%. Now the buyer's agency is retaining 3%. The broker then comes in, our checks go to the broker, and then they cut us a check. The percentage is going to reflect on all kinds of things. Whatever uh, that brokerage decides that their plan is. Okay. And brokerages have different plans from flat fees to uh, 20%, 15%, all those things that they take uh, to run the brokerage and to be profitable. Okay. What's a typical? I mean, uh, typical that people are going to be doing is – you know, 80, 20, there's some that do 90, okay. 10, there's some that do 95, uh, you know, it, I mean, there's caps where you yeah. only sell, if you sell X amount of dollars, you cap and you get a hundred percent. Okay. So there's a lot of dangling carrots is what I call in yeah. front of your face. But again, I'll revert back to the loyalty thing. Um, you know, Mindy and Jeff and they were all there for me when I started mm-hmm. didn't know anything. And there, there's not really a price tag that you can put on that. If I want to make more money, I'm going to go sell more real estate. That's what you're really good at. And you can continue to optimize that so that you can sell more. And you've continued to do that, like outsourcing things that, you know, you don't want to do or you don't have the time to do or not worth it, the time value of your hour. Well, and I have, you know, this week I've had uh, a guy that helps me sometimes. I pay him so much per hour and, my wife's car needed the oil change and yeah, all that stuff. He's doing that stuff for me. My dry cleaning, picking that stuff up. Do, is is it worth my time to go do that or focus on my clients, my business, and prosper and delegate that out mm-hmm. to somebody else? I think it's in, you know what's important is that you realize that the opportunity cost of doing your laundry is not worth it because you can be doing something else. But I think, also think it's important that you, you actually do something else related right. to your business. I think a lot of times when we – I find myself sometimes in this mode of, like, once I optimize something out or delegate something out, I don't maximize the time that I just gained back. Right, like your naps. Yes, I love naps. You have to have naps. If I could take a nap, I would, but I yeah. can't. My brain. Yeah. <laughs> Your brain won't stop. Ting, ting, ting. Yeah, mine. Uh, ping pong ball bouncing around in mine until until nap time. Anything else you want to add about brokerage? If if anyone is thinking about opening a brokerage, definitely you know think about it. Think about all the things uh, that it's going to take to do that uh, because you don't want nobody wants to get into something and fail. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to get into it and succeed. And it's kind of it's going to be like a business plan. And it's not for everybody. Uh, don't let anybody tell you what you can and can't do. Sure. I always live by that motto. Um, just hustle hard. Yeah. I will. I want to add one more thing to that. The people that started your brokerage, Mindy and Jeff. Mindy and Jeff. 
what you don't know what you don't know. If you're an agent and you're thinking about starting a brokerage, this is a, or if you're a person and you're thinking about starting a business, you don't know what you don't know. Find somebody that does know what you don't know and talk to them. Right. And I think the, I think loyalty is a big deal there in, in this industry and with you is that you cannot know what you don't know, but still be appreciative that somebody put the time and effort in to make it a heck of a place to work for you. Correct. And being grateful and thankful for what they did, even though we really have no idea what they put in to really build this thing. Yeah, I know they put a lot of sweat, blood, and tears into what they did, building the facility, getting the people on board. Mm -hmm. You know, Mindy and Jeff both spend a lot of time. I've been known to sit up with Mindy at midnight. She she will help me with my descriptions because I'm not good with those sometimes. Okay. You know, so it's all those little things that you have to think about. Who, how is this going to work? Mm-hmm. And can I make it work? And is it better for me to be a broker or is it better for me to be a really good real estate agent and only rely on myself? And you've made that decision. I'm not going to be a broker. You're, you're good at what you do. That's right. Stick with it. If you want to make more money, sell, more, sell real more real estate. That's right. Thanks for joining us today. This is Guys with Lane. Hit those buttons at the bottom. Like, share, subscribe. Help us reach more people. If you've gotten any value out of this and want to continue to hear things, uh, put some stuff in the comments. What do you want to hear about? Ask Genji some questions. Feel free to ask me some questions. Uh, we will talk about what the people want to hear. Remember, love God, love others, and let your work reflect that. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you.